Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Current Thing. I'm Wallace White. I'm here with Michael and Patrick. And uh, this is the first episode. We're excited to get started. Yeah. We're getting through it. Uh, I guess we'll start with uh, just what we're going to do here. Um, we're basically we're a politics show, kind of semi-serious. We do a little trolling, just a little. Had a little trolling, just true, a little. True. And But we're going to discuss um, issues of the day, um, what current events... Uh, and we're overall we're shifting the conversation. Philosophy, yeah, yeah. Because the conversation, especially on the right, is very tacit. I think there's a shift with our generation, the neoconservatives, the establishment of the 2008-2012 GOP is a dying breed, and it's important that we use this moment, this populist esque part of the Republican Party, and we catalyze and use that energy to propel the movement forward. And that's what we're right. really trying to do here, is to get as many people to be as effective as, as, as possible and to get these great ideas to as many people as we can, especially the young men in the audience. But right. we do love our women. We know we, know, we love our women, but we, we know who we're likely talking to, you, viewer, behind your screen. So true. You're probably a 20-something white dude, maybe a little scrawny. Who knows? You could be husky. Husky, maybe. Husky. Right? You yeah, know. We, accept, we accept the husky. We accept all We're body, body positive. All of our audience, we love our audience, we love, uh, we love where, audience. wherever you are. Um, but yeah, so we're basically, you know, a right wing nut job <laughs> podcast. We mess um, around. We mess and around. we mess around. We'll, we'll discuss serious stuff and do a little trolling along the way. Yeah, we get to important stuff, but you know, we'll have fun along the way. The real current thing was friends being along the way. Yeah, it's yes. so true. It's so true. That's the real current it's a point thing. Point, few people. Basically, few people. in short, we're gonna, we're discussing the current thing. Um, well, Wallace, what's the first current well, thing? We got the that? current. Oh, oh, we got a. Oh, we have a. Te- <laughs> you you, you do screen. You do screenplay. Like, oh, what's the first current thing? All right. Well, well, I mean, let's celebrate the fact that hoes are mad, and that Roe v. Wade was overturned. overturned. Mm. A mm-hmm. beautiful moment and a beautiful win. Yeah, that's true. Before that's been forty years. Honestly, I, I still can't believe it. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of surreal. surreal. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I mean, I know this has been said, like, you know, all the time, but this is the biggest victory for the conservative movement in a very long time. I think this is more important than the fall of the Iron Curtain. I mean, but yeah. Then, I mean, we're, yeah. It's, it's where the momentum has been shifting backward. Because on the cultural front since the 60s, we've been losing ground, right? Like, since, since or at least since the 60s, the hippie culture, and by the way, there's so many similarities between um, the 60s and 70s and what's going on right now. You should do some research True. um we have not had a major social conservative victory um since like i guess the, the time just living in the 50s right i guess i mean 50s was pax americana right. socially we were good economically we were good even foreign policy we had eisenhower like, we had eisenhower, like eisenhower he got us out of korea he did a lot of good things domestically that really brought america to prosperity granted there were issues at the time but what time period isn't full of issues but compared to what we're dealing now our society can't define what a woman is. We're yeah. getting to that Classic. point. Classic line. We're so lost. We're so lost. And what is our first don't, step back I up still don't know. Step. I mean, look, we're we're making you know we're making is, progress. I still don't know what a woman is, but I'm I'm getting close to finding. Women aren't real. I'm getting They're close. I'm getting They're close. Not, I'm, they are a government psyop. Mm-hmm. I'm getting close to finding out the truth. Well, how are women real if we don't talk to them? Like, true. True. True and true. Yeah. He but, makes a good point. Yeah. But it's honestly, it's, it's true. I think though, the response from these abortion acolytes is really telling and it really shows how depraved these people are on the 
on the left. Speaking of, where this is a great segue, here we go. We have the Satanic Temple. Um, now, I know you're thinking, like, this isn't real, like, the Satanist thing, right? But no, the Satanic Temple is very real, and it's very evil. Yes, um, very so edgy. It's kind of, they're kind of LARPing. To they're trying story. to claim, so basically, we have this article from Jezebel. Uh, they're claim, trying to claim a religious exemption um, to pursue e. abortion, right? E. Like, as, as a part of their Satanic ritual. It doesn't take a scientist to realize that um, the whole argument about freedom of religion or separation of church to state doesn't really matter because we know we know good things from bad things. So we're not just going to say like, oh, people are saying like, oh, like if you if you want Christians to pray, all the, the the Muslims can pray, or like the Satanists have to be able to pray, or it's like no, we we know <laughs> we we know good. It doesn't mean. That just because like they have the same rights means that we have to treat them the same, right? Like we have, like they're Satanists. We have to have some standard, right? There's this, there's a standard there, existing, right? We're, we're we're America is a Christian nation. It's founded so on Christian principles. So true. So there is really is no room to have a philosophy that is inherently anti-Christian be a prominent voice in American discourse. And I mean the fact that this article is coming from Jezebel, and if you know your Jezebel, yeah, Jezebel, if you know your Bible, Jezebel's name of a is a demon. So first of all, we're off to a fantastic start. But the fact that the Satanic Temple is saying that abortion is a satanic ritual—that's all you need to know about the right—and that's okay, that guys. Inherent, <laughs> it's, it's inherently that's okay. satanic. You you don't have to be a theologian to understand that this is wrong and the abortion argument. You, these people are either misguided because I've talked to many of people who are pro-abortion and a lot of times they're completely just misguided. They think I just want to do what's right for myself, especially the women that I'll talk to who are pro-abortion. They say like, well, if I'm raped, I don't want to carry a child or if it's incest. They cite these very small statistics. We all know 92% of all abortions are done solely for convenience. Mm -hmm. They take these very small situations and they basically milk them for everything that it's worth. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad to see that so many women are just fall misguided to satanic propaganda. And... These people are. It's, the problem is that we think they 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 think they're good, right? Yeah. And you know, like no one thinks. As much, no one as, thinks as, as, much as much as we rag on the pro-choice crowd, right? And their and their obvious fall into sin. It's it's important, you know. They're still people, and they still yeah. think that they're right. So the job that we have to do is, um, is guide them not only on the issue of abortion, but guide them morally to yeah. to good. Like our our duty as society is to is to cultivate virtue or the pursuit of virtue, right? So. Um, no, I, I, definitely not yeah. virtuous to go to look if the thing you have to do uh is illegal unless you go to the satanic temple in your state i'm gonna wager it's probably not the best thing to do yeah and this is why it's important that we dunk on jezebel that's true. Dunk on Je true look, and real. well dunking on jezebel it's like it's like that's easy it's like dunking on like i don't know like a fourth grader like a fourth grader. <laughs> <laughs> you know like those, you know when you go to the gym and like they have those like tiny basketball hoops instead of like, like, like yeah. using that and like beating up like it's like Shaquille O'Neal like like dunking on like a, like a newborn child true and real yeah yeah. it's like it's there's no competition but that kid is getting yeah. dunked on mm -hmm. exactly and I, but I mean that I mean it's just there's just so much coping going on with like 
uh, with abortion, like, oh, how, can I go get a safe one? It's like it's like a pathological obsession with this ritual that we're seeing, right? It's not just like the, the easy solution. Look, if you can't get an abortion, easy solution. Look, keep it in your pants. Just keep it in your pants. I, it's not that hard. I think if you know what you're doing, yeah. it's not that hard. There are way b- you don't need to get an abortion. You do not. There are if you if you're in a well uh, well established virtual society, you don't want to promote abortion. You have these options: abstinence, adoption, motherhood. Those are your three options, and they're not hard. But we've just become so decadent in our society. We focus mm-hmm. on me, 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 me. What is good for me? And that is inherently satanic. Think about to the Garden of Eden when mm-hmm. Eve is presented with the tree of knowledge. Satan says to her, ye shall be like gods. Mm-hmm. That is the epitome of liberalism. Put, yeah, put yourself above God, right? The epitome of Satanism, of trying to be above God. That's why the my body, my choice is an inversion of the Eucharist. That's why it's the Antichrist Eucharist. This is my body. It perverts that. And we're seeing so many outlets provide resources to manipulate these young women and young men to get abortion because they act like this is the only way out. Yeah, it's like the whole slew. Like, you get Cosmo, Jezebel. The usual. uh, Teen Vogue. Teen Teen Vogue, by the way, is marketed to teenagers. Yeah, it's 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 actually it's actually uh evil legitimately evil which is why to, it's a good thing to, mar- to market <laughs> like yeah good thing no one reads it except for yeah. us when we when we go we have to, we have to seek out the current thing we read it so, so you don't have we to. read it yeah so true it's so true the things we do for our country ladies and gentlemen well, well, well what are they doing what are these articles doing they're providing the states where abortion is a safe haven they're giving the numbers for people to call and they're giving people the links so that way, if they can't afford to go out of state to murder their child, right, they yeah. can give them it's the a, resource to do. How messed up is that? Yeah, really? What happened to safe, legal, How? and rare? What but, a, this isn't this isn't working towards that. Safe, even though safe, safe, legal, and rare was always, it was a very it, insidious. It was, it was, it was, it was a. I think there's it a. It was a dumb statement, but it worked mm-hmm. to tie over the moderates. Because of course, like, oh yes, women shouldn't have to go to the back alley abortions with a coat hanger and like have to die. It should be safe, legal, and rare. But. Why would you want to even have it at all? It's like, is a couple million children rare? Or is that what we're talking? Yeah, it, like, it, it's, look, everyone knows most abortions are because a woman doesn't want the child. True. Plain and simple, right? That's just, that's just a fact, right? And it doesn't help that a bunch of these outlets are then promoting to, and they know their audience, right? They know, they know their audience is probably already on their side, right? And they're, and they're they have a proclivity to getting an abortion. Yeah. Um, so they promote all these ways. Like CNN, uh, there's like this map, I think. Where they they literally charted like the drive time to get an abortion. L- luckily, in my home state of Texas, it's like ten hours in Houston. So, well, ten hours with Biden gas prices, no way. Well, well I live in the. Uh, you have to be a real the, of the <laughs> of the great state of New Jersey, where Governor Snark Murphy has is planning on codifying abortion into the New Jersey state constitution. And states like California, New York, Pennsylvania, the, the coastal, the, the where the elite are, shit, yeah, the cesspools of liberalism. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's that's the other state of the name. This is going. This is the biggest issue. And Rose overturned. We have to celebrate that, but we have to remember that there's a lot of work to be the done. The fight is just beginning, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a long term fight. And now we have the energy. Now we have the momentum. Mm-hmm. 
But the worst part about it are the Catholics who don't understand what they're partaking in. We have, we have a, a, me and Michael have a particular interest in this. We're, so we're both Catholic. Um, uh, Patrick here is Christian as well, but he's a Christian brother. We, 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 we accept him. He's you know, baptized, he's baptized Catholic, 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 you know, but, you know, we're, uh, we're all, we're still all, working we're on all it. together. Trust me, there's bigger fish to fry than having, like, these no, squabbling No more brother states. wars. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> more brother wars. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, but, um, but recently, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Ooh, our favorite. Nancy. Our favorite Nancy Pelosi. We love Nancy. Um, you know, just gr- as easy to dunk on as Jezebel. Great woman. <laughs> you know, great woman. Uh, I don't claim Catholic her. woman. I don't claim her as an Italian. I don't. I mean, her. look, we have Catholic in the White House. We have Catholic as the House Speaker. Abortion overturned in two years. We have a Catholic. That's all I'm saying. We have Catholics on the Supreme Court. Catholics on the Supreme Court. Catholics overturned Roe. Look, we're not. Okay. Officially, we love all our Christians, but. Catholics in this country have been going off recently. So true. Lots of, record, lots of lots of uh, lots of great things coming from Catholics. For the yeah. record, though, you don't necessarily have to be a Catholic or even a Christian mm-hmm. to find something wrong with abortion. Yeah, so I think absolutely. Yeah, there's the, yeah. It's contrary to natural law. So, mm-hmm. on every level, abortion is wrong. It's, These people it's, are just coping. It's really this simple. You're killing children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bad. We know it's a child. But Pelosi, got, child. she got she was in hot. Well, she was hot water because the great Bishop Corleone. Her bishop in California barred her from communion, but she doesn't seem to let that. Stop well, her. I guess the Pope didn't get the memo because the Pope, uh, <laughs> oh reportedly at a papal mass, Nancy Pelosi received communion. Mm. Um, if you know anything about the Eucharist, one, you have to be in a what's called a state of grace to receive the Eucharist. That means no mortal sin on your heart. I'm, I'm throwing out all these theological, but in, in in essence, she could not receive the Eucharist. Her Archbishop said no, right. In her, in her home diocese, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure she's been seen at D.C. churches. Yeah, the, the one church in Georgetown, she received it. But I think what she recently did at that at a papal mass, she received communion. Yep. I don't... It's not necessarily the fault of the Vatican. I'm sure the priest or the person who distributed the Eucharist did not know or wasn't up to date with American politics. Mm-hmm. And when it, you're in a situation like that, it's necessarily on the duty of the Catholic to make sure that they don't go up because they know they're in a state of moral sin. Because as St. Paul said... Right. I have more respect you, for the guy that it, sits yeah. down during communion, right? And he's sitting in his pews because he knows he, he has like he's yeah. not in a state of grace. I have more respect than that guy, than the guy that just goes up to receive the Eucharist because... Reasons are like well, willfully, you know, either willfully or unwillfully misinformed about. She's it. eating her own damnation, which is sad to see, and that, that's why you need to, you need to. Pray you know, is, this a, is this the current thing, or is this like the eternal thing here? Are you, we're getting theological. Well, we're getting. We're getting <laughs> we'll stick to the current thing. Hey, the every thing is it, every question, the every thing. every question is a theological question. Cardinal Manning, all kind conflicts of. are theological. Yeah, but uh, so we don't know why this happened, honestly. It's it's possible the Pope didn't even know she was there, or wasn't, a, or the Pope wasn't even aware of of what had happened with the Archbishop. Um, that's a bit of a cope on my part. I understand that. I think he, I think he probably knew. The thing is, though, he. But he, I, don't, I don't think the person who gave the Eucharist, right? Knew yeah, that she was barred from receiving communion, mm-hmm. and if he did know and he gave it anyway, that's a scandal. Look, she but, supports killing babies. She shouldn't receive the Eucharist. It's that simple. Yep. She's not look. And it's she, not it's not politicizing it. It's not politicizing. No, we're, it's like we're, you, we're trying to do her a favor. Right. As it's, as Catholics, you cannot endorse that position. Being 
like Catholics for choice, right? That is that is an oxymoron. <laughs> Vegans. All I all you have to do go on Twitter, see Catholic for choice, post. Just post a link to the catechism and argument destroyed, basically. Bro, it's literally like voiding a contract. Like she's she is out there. Yeah. She knows she knows what she's doing is wrong. It's but she does it anyway. And I don't know. And that's why the worst part is that she's willfully doing it. Would you see a Muslim eat a hot dog? No, because according to the Muslim religion, pork is out of bounds. Same thing with if you're a Jewish person. You eat something that's not kosher. Right, and, that, and, that's, and that's known. That's a yeah. known, like, stance of, of those religions, right? This is a being against abortion. I think in, I think the line of catechism has been, the evil abortion has been affirmed since the, what, third century? Yeah. The third century. We know this. Catholics know this. Or they should know this. Yeah, we still have Catholics for choice. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's honestly, it's a massive coping exercise because yes. they want to have, they want to have their cake and eat it too, right? They want to, they want, they want, like, the, the kind of, you know, the moral gravitas of being a Catholic, but at the same time, injecting it with, like, 21st century sentiments. Right? What, what they want, want to do is they kind of want to flaunt their Catholicism. Kind of, they want to be culturally Catholic. Right. So they say, like, well, I'm a Catholic. That's why I support left-wing ideas. And they try and essentially use that Catholicism as a way to promote their left-wing ideas, even though 99% of the time... Their beliefs are contrary to Catholic teaching. Well, it's just like you know, like the you know, like the memes, like, hey, hey, man, Jesus was just about like, like being vaguely nice to people, man. You know, he was just like a lover, dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that stance, like just translated into Catholicism. Yeah, it's just like this, like vague idea, like Jesus was just like a, like a nice guy. It's like, not vaguely. even. We're not even distorting. It's like, like, a, yeah, it's, like it's like it's literally the argument. It's like yeah. he was just a nice guy, and he he just wanted everyone to like like vaguely love each other, and you know, he wants you to just like get stepped on, you know, continuously. It's like, no, that's what, I, I came out to bring peace but a sword, right? Jesus drove the merchants from the temple with a so whip. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jesus, we, we need more of that. We need, he wasn't we need, always that nice. He was not the nicest guy. They literally crucified him. Like, he nice as nice. in, like, the 24, our, like, our conception of, like, nice, right? He was it's a like, good, like, there's Basically a passive. Being, he wasn't passive. There's a difference between being good and being nice. It's right. a big distinction. Right, being a, it's like a, it's like agreeableness, basically. Like being nice today is, it's just, it just means agreeableness, right? Yeah. Where you just want to like please everyone. You'll be a people pleaser. You want to fit in, you know. But no, uh, you don't make peace with evil. You destroy it, right? Mm-hmm. It's because evil, evil is con- is directly contrary to the good. We want, and we want the good, so we must destroy the evil. Because if you, because the minute you engage with evil, on like on the same playing field, you give it, you give it, um, you give it credence, I guess. You're essentially saying that it's equal, that's, that it's it's equal to good, right? That it, that it has the, uh, I guess the, how would how would you say it? Like, I would say you allow it. you allow it. You justify it. You yeah. justify it as as a as a legitimate force that we that humans should like deal with. Like we're we're like putting it on trial, right? But the the thing is, we always pursue the good, right? In order for the good to prosper, the evil must be destroyed. Simple as that. Right. And I think Wallace is getting at an important point here, which is that basically the lodestar that our generation kind of sees as the ultimate good is basically passivity. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And this, <laughs> and this distorts so many things about human nature and also just you can look everywhere and just see this is where our society has gone wrong in so many ways. Like as far as even like relationships between men and women, this sort of idea just that we got to be vaguely nice, you got to be vaguely passive. Um it's preventing people from like, you know, realizing any sort of potential that a relationship might have. And furthermore, in the workplace, in 
even like something as simple as just kind of like friendly competition. Yeah. Vague niceness and the idea that you should just roll over and passively uh, just allow people to stomp mm. on your values, stomp on what you hold near and dear. I think that's become hugely ingrained in our culture. And I think if we want, if we want our country and wider than that, our generation to, to make any sort of progress, I think we have to shed that idea as soon as we can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The good look, w- the thing is though, like, you know, we're, we want everyone to be good. We want this country to be good. We want our friends, you know, our, our fellow nationals to be good people. Right. But it doesn't mean you just roll over and accept what they're doing is what what, like they're yeah. they're wrongdoing, right? You want to you want to you want to help them. Like people people need help, right? They you want to guide your you are your, you are you are your brother's keeper. I'll put it like that. We want to we want to guide our brothers to virtue, right? We don't want to accept their flaw or their their evil in in pursuit of this like peace right because honestly there is no peace between good and evil there never will be because at the end of the day they're diametric opposites and if you allow evil to fester in your brother um it will come to bite you in the ass it will it'll come to bite this country in the ass if we don't fix it now what happened so to saying no like what happened to saying no yeah say say no like yeah like say no to things that's that's something that was so simple simple concept that's how backward things are you can't even say no anymore and this passivity in action, that's what led conservatives to just let go and let the left take control of every single major mm-hmm. institution to now with the fact that conservatives are targeted by the political establishment. Conservatives are basically fighting this culture war. They're chained down mostly by themselves. Yeah. Right. The, 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 the cult of passivity has, has infected conservatives more and more, right? Because, you know, we kind of roll over and we have these, like, these diatribes like, what if the left did this to us? Oh, the leftist hypocrisy, <laughs> the guys. The tolerant left. Yeah, it's like so much of a tolerant left and you get lined up on a wall and shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it, we, you have to fight back. You have to, you have to stand for something. I know that's a platitude that's been, like, every single political campaign does. It's like, you have to stand for something, right? Um, you know but what? no, you actually have to genuinely stand for something. And you can't be left alone. Like, the whole idea of, like, I just want to be left alone is a, is a fair point. I want to. I just want to ha- like raise my family in peace. But the time we're living in now requires action. It requires mm-hmm. people to get involved in the community. The whole reason why things fell apart is because conservatives went away from getting involved mm-hmm. in the communities. And people mm-hmm. on the left, they understand political power. Conservatives yeah. don't understand political power. All they understand is the lower taxes. Mm-hmm. That's what they understand. Yes. We need to really follow what the left did in the 50s, 60s, and 70s and have a long march through the institutions in properly wield political power. If political power is wielded, mm-hmm. you know, wielded towards the good of the state and the good of the individual, right. you will see that the society will benefit from it. That's how it's been since the founding. I mean, if the founding fathers saw the state of this country, they would probably go to King George III and say like, yeah, no, no, we're staying. Hey, we're a colony. good, actually. We're, we're staying yeah. a colony. Like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness—not okay. really our cup. Okay, of I'm gonna be honest. If you were in 1776, would you be a revolutionary or a loyalist? Let's be honest here. Would you? Would you think? What do you think? I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's very I ironic know. that we're talking about this given old glory in the background. I don't. I, but know, <laughs> I, I, like, love, I love. I love my my country. I love the United States. They, the United States, has done wonders for me and wonders for my family. But you have to think, if you were a loyalist. And you're looking at these Enlightenment philosophers. Well, you know, like, trying yeah. <laughs> to, try, trying to basically upend 
upend everything so, you know, right? The social institution that's been around for decades. What are you really going to accept that? Right. It's in the natural human impulse. The conservative impulse is to is to preserve, right? So I'm thinking like I love America. I old glory, you know, join or die. I love this country so much, right? But if I was in seventeen seven, if I was in seventeen seventy six, and I was just some farmer in like Podunk, Georgia, or something like that, <laughs> no, there's like there's no way I would definitely be like, no, I love my king, and my country. Yeah. I mean, most uh, most Americans were. If you look at the statistics for the revolutionary, what what was it like? It was only like thir- It was like under twenty percent of the people low. who were the revolutionary. But yeah, so there's. Uh, that was a little aside, but well, even so, even but like, so uh, when conservatives do things that are in, I guess, something that the founding fathers would do, they say like, no, 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 the founders wouldn't do that. They get upset whenever conservatives take action, like the founding fathers would take action. Right. They have this idea of like founding fathers being kind of passive. Or founding founding fathers. fathers are badass. Founding fathers. <laughs> they're like badass. George Washington they're charged in the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? We hey, need we to, love our we Frenchies. Lafayette. Like, you know, God rest his soul. I don't want to go a bit. I don't want to go in the snobby direction here, but I do. I do want to bring up um, what Edmund Burke said about the American Revolution. Oh, Ed, Edmund um, Burke, we're talking. Ooh, about. We're talking. Yeah, we're, we're, talking we're, 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 we're talking. We're talking. Like someone who, someone with a bit of a conservative mm. um, mentality here. Even he supported the American Revolution, though, on the basis that it was not a revolution in the sense that the French Revolution was. Oh, right. The French Revolution was literally a revolution. As was, it went back to the start. <laughs> that was French Revolution was chaos. Chaos, and then uh, you ended up with a monarch again. They were they were <laughs> back to the monarchy. But yeah, so anyway, we'll, we'll change gears here a little bit. Um, we want to talk. We were talking about institutions, right? Institutional power and how we have to gain it back. One thing that's uh, currently in news about um, great the left's great abuses of institutional power. January sixth. I get choked okay. up whenever. My life hasn't been the same. So, yeah, January, January 6th, the worst day <laughs> in human history. It's basically 9 11, guys. It's worse than 9 It's 9 11 times two. No, it's the, what, the horn guy went into the Capitol, danced around on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and then the Capitol police, they shot a protester inside. January 6th is basically, it was- <laughs> the, it's, it's the left's way. To silence any conservatives, because now all they have to say is January sixth insurrection, and, and that's that's all. That's what they're going to do. They are going to. And the word insurrection is basically what they were doing pre January sixth when they called you deplorable. You know what is Hillary's deplorable, um, Bible clinging, gun thumping, whatever she just said. like me. Like just that, like me. That's what they're going to do. These people hate you. Yeah, insurrection yeah. is a nice sleight of hand that they yeah, use. Yeah, it, it, it justifies. You know what insurrection is? It's guys. It's like what uh, Gaddafi. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like going in and like killing the leader. That's an yeah. insurrection. You want to see an insurrection? Look at the Middle East for the last twenty years. So true. that is the standard by which insurrections are held. This is a bunch of gobbledygook, and quite frankly, <laughs> Cassidy Hutchinson is an idiot. Um, she just either wants a, attention. She either wants either attention. a willful idiot or a narcissist. Um, probably both. Probably both. Probably both. <laughs> but probably. yeah, she gave this like testimony. It's like it's like Trump. Honestly, it's like Rav, a summer blockbuster. She, wait, like, she did. This would be <laughs> like who, who's been like who, who, who who's been watching who? the January six here except for people who watch CNN in the airports. Yeah, what's the demographic of the people who are like? Can you imagine? Just imagine for a second. You're like, 
you're at home, maybe you live in like Massachusetts, right? You're like like a forty year old wine mom and you're just like tapped in January sixth. You're like, holy shit, this is the biggest <laughs> this is this is so like riveting. Did and you, you be- hear about what Liz Did Cheney you hear? said yesterday? Did you hear about Liz Cheney destroying the Republicans or whatever? Like it's look, it's a show it's a show trial. It it is. It's just a show trial. And you it's, know why it's a show trial is because there's literally none of what's the what defines the American standard of justice is you have one side working against the other to get at the truth. Mm-hmm. This yeah. sort of relationship where you have the prosecutor and the defense attorney, mm-hmm. they they you know interact with their witnesses mm-hmm. um, and question them in a way that is designed to give the juries the clearest idea of the truth. In the January sixth committee, the way we have it structured is that we have one side that exclusively um, is has the same conception of what happened on January 6th, who's to blame, um, etc. And that is the only side. There's no one counteracting that. Well, you know, it's, it's a mockery yeah. of justice. Right, it's because not... Because Republicans yeah. aren't even doing anything to, like, change the narrative of January 6th. There are, like, no good Republicans on the January 6th committee bes- like that are actually trying to change the narrative. I'm all for, actually, this may not be a popular opinion, I'm all for having a January 6th committee... Because we need to figure out who is someone like Ray Epps. What did the FBI and CIA know? What did Nancy Pelosi know? What did Miro Bowser know? What did uh, DC police know? Why did Ashley Babbitt get shot? Yeah, these like, are the questions. Actual questions need. of like, justice. These are questions that we co- need to learn. Yeah, we can't we still just brush it away. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's But it's, these uh, questions are never going to be answered if the January 6th hmm. committee acts the way it is acting so when republicans take back power in 2022 they need to Hopefully. keep they need to keep the january 6th committee and yeah. they just need to stock it with people who actually want to yeah, get turn it truth. turn it on its head you know mm-hmm. Put, push it in a direction of truth and not just yes. um a, literally all hearsay by the way <laughs> all hearsay and honestly it's out of the summer blockbuster because it's like cassie Hudgens like trumped like wrestled the, <laughs> what is it? The Secret <laughs> Service guard. It's like I'm the fucking president. <laughs> like let's go. Like I, honestly, that shit sounds awesome. Didn't happen. Sounds kind of sick. Even and her story fell apart within a couple of hours. Oh Secret yeah. Secret Service agents literally said no, that didn't happen. And if you see photos of the presidential limousine, the Beast. Granted, the Beast he did not get into after his speech. He got into like some SUV. Which are already the, the piece, so that, that implies <laughs> that Donald Trump was riding shotgun, the president of the United States riding shotgun in his own limousine, and that he was able to, if he wasn't riding shotgun, if he was human in the back, he had to climb over the tight, tight layout of the beast. He had to climb over other people in the limousine. This is a man in the 70s we're talking about. And, is, he had to, and he had to look, take knows. the wheel from a train and in shape, right. secret service agent. It does not make sense Look, at all. Maybe it, 2016 candidate Trump, the high energy guy, maybe he could pull it off. But no way. 2020 If he had like a Diet Coke in him and he was hyped up on dragon energy, maybe he could have done it. <laughs> but I don't think it just didn't happen. It did not happen. And this is still. It's hearsay like, this about is, hearsay. This is the current <laughs> thing that the left is going to be talking about that Trump did this. And there are so many people who still believe that this is truth. Even though it was depro- you know, disproved within the hour. And that goes with so many other stories we hear about. They're disproved in, within, like that. But people do not care. They only care about power. 
It's just this is a good way to. Get it's a power grab. It's a power grab, and it's a way to delegitimize Republicans going into an election, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Which ironically might uh, be flipped on its head should Republicans actually take power. So we'll see. Um, the establishment's out to get us. They always have been. Uh, we're not paranoid schizophrenics. This is real. <laughs> this is real. This is real. If you've been, been paying attention to the news, you know what's going on. The Capitol Police, which used to just be in charge of sort of maintaining peace at the Capitol itself, mm-hmm. has been turned into this like intelligence institution, this additional arm of the three-letter agencies. What yeah. happened there? Why are we not talking about this? Can we Literally talk about that? Also, this was a story that wasn't covered at all. This was happening in the wintertime. Capitol Police were surveying members of Congress and their staff, mostly Republican Whoa, members. I haven't heard that, of this. That was a bit, because I, I, you know, I had, I was in the know about what was happening on Capitol Hill in the wintertime. There was a huge scandal. Many members were filing complaints to D.C. police. Why are you monitoring members? That's not, that's not right that the Capitol Police could do that. Why are they acting like the NSA? Mm-hmm. I've been, I've interacted with Capitol Police. Their job is to literally be like a TSA agent. I see them. They literally just yeah. sit back, and mm-hmm. if the alarm goes off, they go to like take you know. They just scan you down, make sure you don't have a bomb or anything. Yeah, I just found it. A report from um, the Federalist: uh, Capitol Police spying on members of Congress and the Americans they met. T- so, tell me if that's right. Yeah. Tell me if that's that, right. That one flew under the radar. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> no. You unless unless you you're an avid Federalist reader, I don't think you heard about that. Yeah. So um, now comes my favorite section. You know what time it is? Oh no. Oh, it is. This is my favorite section that we came up with. We brainstormed this because I I had to get like this this uh, um, future. It's called futurism.com. I had to get a subscription for a class, and what I saw in there it disgusted me because it's all about like future technology, um, and some of the things are horrible. We know what's coming in the future. Uh, they want us to live in the pod. You know, work the nine to five, and also eat bugs. You will own nothing. Canadian plant. Canadian plant produced near ten tons of crickets for human and pet consumption, as reported by the Daily Wire. <sighs> On this, oh man, this segment of man-made horrors. Man-made man horrors beyond your comprehension. That's what we've, we've dubbed it. That. Um, I guarantee there'll be no shortage of these kind of stories, which is kind of concerning. So <laughs> yeah, you will eat the bugs. Th- they want us the to eat the bugs. <laughs> you will eat but the bugs. Think about how dehumanizing that is. You 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 can't go you can't go to the supermarket and get meat, eggs, cheese, produce without dropping two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They want to kill your gains. They what they what they're doing is they want they want to kill your gains. They, 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 they want, want you to kill. like go in the street and find a cockroach and just like mm, yummy. Some old bay and eat that. <laughs> Think about how messed up that is. Think about how demoralizing that is. I love me some old bay, but I'm not eating the crickets. Does I'm not going to eat the Does bugs. Does it work? Does it work though? Does it work? Does it work? Old Bay is good on everything. Old Bay, I always say this. Old Bay is good on everything. Is it good? You're on not everything? trying the crickets. Well, I'm falling for your. Side. You know what? I'm not falling for that shit. I will not eat the fucking Come on, bugs. Just do it. Eat the bugs. <laughs> this guy wants me to eat the bugs. I, I do want to. I, I'm not I want to see the, the mac. Tucker ate the bugs. What was that about? Y'all I, remember that? <laughs> Tucker. Yeah, he's like he went up on he went up on Tucker. He's like, oh, try these new cricket treats, and, and, he's, like, and he's just like, mmm. I'm like, it's over. It's so over. We love Tucker, but that was cringe. That was very cringe. Yeah, but undeniably cringe. Horrible. Tucker, if you want to come on the show and oh, yeah, yourself. Hey, Mr. Carlson, if you would like to come on. Or have and, us on. We're here in D.C. We're here in D.C. Anyway, we can get back to talking about crickets now. Um, yeah, so the, the group is uh, is Aspire Food Group, um, May 26th. They're based in London, of course. Or wait, London, Ontario? Ontario? Am I reading that so, right? So Canada. So, 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 Canada. Okay, so it's in America's, Canada. America's it's, it's based in London, but it's in Canada, apparently. Um, announced on May 26th, uh, the new insect production facility would 
pro reportedly produce about 10 tons of crickets yearly for U.S. and ca Canadian distribution. Why am I not surprised Canada's behind this? Canada? Canada. Why am I not surprised? It's, it's always the Leafs. Th this is... There's a Leafs. This is alarming to really <clears throat> talk about because the way I see it, Canada is often just a foreshadow of what's to come to America. True. They yeah. are, we are very similar it's a to our Canadian state. brothers. We are very similar. We're both Western powers. We have very similar British roots, similar Anglo roots, British roots. Right. So what happens in Canada is good foretelling for what can happen in America. Think about, you go back to 2016, 2017, how they were very lax with the LGBT community. Right. That's essentially what we have now has been happening in Canada for months. Mm -hmm. And that's just, they're worse solely because of the way their government is set up. Like, thank God we have stuff like the Constitution, granted, which does protect us in a way and prevents the increase of degeneracy and debauchery in mm -hmm. our country. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's very important to see what's happening in Canada because that is going to be a telltale sign of what's to come in the United States. It's a little window to the future. Yeah. So oh, don't eat the bugs. Don't, 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 like don't eat the bugs. Don't eat the bugs or you'll turn Canadian. And honestly, I would co-sign no one to that fate. No don't like Justin worse, Trudeau. Well, you don't want an American Worse Trudeau. than being French. Worse than being French. We do love our French, you know, revolution, but also they're French. So can't really... So true. It, you can't really change that. You're French. Mm -hmm. It's fine. But yeah, uh, don't eat the bugs. Simple as that. Uh, eat red meat. Don't no meat, don't, protein, don't eggs. Avoid seed oils. We hate seed oils here. So true. We hate seed oils. Seed oils are cool. um, they're an epidemic to the country. Truly. Wait, but the libs will like cope and say that like bugs have a lot of protein in them. But the thing is, you can find that you find that protein <laughs> elsewhere. It's solely a dehumanization effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can fry. Look, there are animals. We have them. We eat them still. We we produce them at a steady rate. But you can eat that for protein. You can go eat eggs, milk. Like fish, you know, fish is actually really good for you. That's why the, the Japanese are actually really thin. They eat fish all day. Um, official take, I don't have a source. I just made it up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can get protein. You don't have to eat fucking crickets uh, <laughs> to, to, to subsist. Like the, the vision of the future that we're, that we're looking at, this, uh, this global liberal order, I don't, who was talking about that? Um, someone on CNN. Someone on CNN, yeah. This global liberal order is complete atomization. It's a complete individualization of people, right? They want you to live alone, work your job, you know, pay rent, pay rent, you know, go go eat the nutrient paste bar, you know, made of crickets and, and people. It's like Soylent Green, you know. <laughs> what, so, you, what what is there for? You will own nothing, and you will you be will happy. own nothing, and you will be happy. That's that, the, that that's is the li that's saying. the liberal that's the global liberal plan basically. And it's not a conspiracy. It's theory. not a conspiracy. You, you, if you would right? say this. 20 years ago, you would be deemed a conspiracy tinfoil hat nut right. job. Alex Jones but the, but right? this, is, this is the fact, this is the reality we're dealing in. This is the, the new world order, the global libtard order. It's real. Right. It's happening. Alex it's, Jones has been vindicated many times. So, <laughs> a, guy, a guy who's admittedly a little unhinged has been vindicated on multiple things. And that should tell you where our country is going. It's going to chaos. Because if his chaotic mind... Spouts out things that are right twice a day, like a broken clock. If that's, if 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 someone you know like Alex Jones is right about something, right, that's a very bad sign for our country. That means it's going to complete chaos. Like yeah. entro the entropy is like I don't know. God has like an entropy knob or something on the universe, and he's like turning it up. Like everything that isn't supposed to happen is happening. The so. slip we have gone 
so far down the slippery slope. And that slope the only slippery. way that we can get out is just to climb back up the slope. It's going to get worse. We have not reached the bottom of the slope. It just gets it keeps worse. Going down, it goes baby. down and down. 2015, the gays just said, let us get married. We just want to get married. Now you have men in G-strings twerking in front of to- children. Oh, how slippery that like slope how, was. Tell me, tell it me, had Chris tell go me, on. Tell me that <laughs> oh my gosh. Our man. country is going to hell now in a handbasket. I don't know if you guys saw this. This was a video that's been circulating of a United States veteran. And he broke down in tears about the state of the country. Someone who watched his friends get murdered. Like, what well, a veteran. Is Vietnam? It was a war. I think it was, 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 was war. Yeah, oh, he, 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 he watched his friends die for freedom. They died thinking that I am going to ensure that my children and my posterity will have this great nation that we have. Mm-hmm. And we just dropped it. We just let it. Ha- we let it happen. We let it. We led the country to this point. It's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. So we have to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility. Our mistake. We got to fix it. Okay. Simple as that. Viewers, fix it now. Yeah. Hey, you guys. You guys. It's all. It's on you. We're. We're. We're here to talk about it. All right. Yeah. You need to go fix it. All what, right? This is what you need to do, viewer. Viewer. Lift weights. <laughs> find God. Start a family. That's mm. what you starting a family and getting right with God is the best way to save this country. Also, it helps and, get loaded. Yeah, get get make get money. get loaded and if, get get involved with your community too. No right. matter what it is, if it's your church, if it's like your local tennis team, if it's your school board, mm-hmm. if it's your if it's your town school hall. Boards are school boards are important. You, That's you, the most you important. You need one. to get involved in every single level possible because if you don't, these people, these evil people, are going to seize that power for themselves. And that's the scariest part. Mm-hmm. That it, you should honestly be scared right now about the state of this country. You should be petrified. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should be. But it's true. It's true. We're going. We're going to hell. But but don't be don't right. be afraid. Be, be not afraid. Be not afraid. You have right? to get get angry. It's get very angry. scary. You know, like Jordan Peterson. He's like, you gotta slay your dragon, man. <laughs> you gotta you gotta fight dragons and slay. Your <laughs> your impressions. Jordan Jordan Peterson on helium right there. It's like. So. The Kermit the Frog. No, anyhow, we're not, we're, not, we're not saying be scared in the way that like the mainstream media people are. You should be mortified by January 6th. Like yeah. par- paralyzed indecision. We don't want that. We're saying realize what's wrong, notice what's wrong, and use that motivation to do something about it, mm-hmm. viewer. And you know the first the first thing to do is you gotta work on yourself. Yes. In order in order for you to look in order for you to uh, set your country in order, please set your room in order. So true. Make I, this is very effort. ironic considering that this set is extremely messy off camera, but it's, on, no, it's, it's on, on camera. It's perfect. Yeah. Right. So you got to fix yourself, then fix your country. That's all you got to do. And you know what? It's going to be hard. It will be hard. It's always it's always challenging to you know go go into yourself and. And, and, and weed out those things is, that, are, that are causing your indecision, it is, right? It is scary. Get, delving into the realities of your own of your own mind and your psyche is probably the scariest thing you can actually do. But realize what you're fighting for. You're fighting for God. You're fighting for family. You're fighting for country. I think one phrase I like to think about is, Tempest Fuji, Memento Mori. Mm. Time flies. Remember death. There's mm-hmm. only so much that you can do in this life before you have to attest for the way you lived your life. If you're going to live your life, live it in pursuit of virtue and what is good. Right. And if you remember that, if you remember your mortality, remember why you're here. If you have that purpose, have that drive, there is nothing that you can't achieve. And you know what? 
you may not live to see the fruits of your labor. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Leave something good behind. As long as you leave that mark behind. Like, you have yeah. to leave something good behind. In the words of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it's about drive, it's about power. <laughs> it's about power. <laughs> stay hungry, we devour. Mm-hmm. We devour, we devour uh, Satan and his foot soldiers. Yeah, put so in the true. work, put in the hours, and take, take what's, what's ours. ours. It's exactly. so true. Exactly. so true. All right. I, wish he was so, I wish he was cooler than he is. All right, well, <laughs> that's all for us today. We're going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, this was a good first episode, I think. Please follow us on Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Twitter, Real Current Thing, it's USA. It's down there somewhere. It'll be, know. well, it's right there. We'll put it it's there. somewhere maybe, else. Maybe the screen box. We're still figuring we'll this out. We'll, we'll put something. Put something. It'll be something funny. Please, be... <laughs> yeah, please, please share this with all the epic people that I know. And even the people who aren't epic, make mm-hmm. them epic. This is the, you have to get everybody on board. You know, we have to, we have to bring everybody yeah. in because everybody is worthy of redemption. We're all going to make many, it. As many, so true. if we have as many people who are as effective as possible in this movement, we can take this country back, but I'm Mike, Wallace, and Patrick. This is the Current Thing USA, and we'll see you next time. All right, signing off.